Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Hey there, it's Joel and Mike, uh, the Breeze Man and the Cap. Growing in Grace. And how you doing this week, Cap? What if I said lousy? What, how would you respond to me? I would respond with lots and lots of good Christian compassion. And I would ask you if you, you know, if you want to talk about it a while, and then I would walk away. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know what I would always, do, actually. It's always, it always helps to know when, it's, when, when you can make a good exit. <laughs> yeah, as soon as you started talking, I would just, I'm out of here. Well, I mean, most of the time we say, so how's it going? How you doing? And, and if somebody were to respond honestly and, and tell you that they were really having a, a really tough time right now, I think we as believers should be prepared for that, even though you know it would usually catch us off guard yeah. and, and uh, be, be willing to do what you just offered well, to do. A, it's not an honest question, or is it really? How are you doing? Because you really don't care. <laughs> a person asks that, and they really don't want to hear what's going on. <laughs> but I think you're right. I mean, if someone is in a legitimate place where, hey, they got some stuff going on. It's kind of one of those things where I think through the grace of God, we could be prepared to spend some time with a person that we weren't necessarily expecting to do. Yeah, and it's not always necessarily that you have to give a whole bunch of input and advice. Sometimes they just want to talk to somebody, and you just need to be there to listen. Yeah, I kind of had that happen uh, the other day at work. Someone, well, someone, Cap, I won't mention who it is. I'll tell you later, someone who used to call the radio station a lot that we used to work at saw her at my place of work just walking down the hallway and i'll admit i said it you know at first i was walking down the hallway with a co-worker and at first i thought i just want to avoid this person because every time i say hi <laughs> it's kind of like you get the whole life story and ask you ask what's going on you get the whole life story and i said in in my heart i said no you know what I said, uh, I just gonna, you know, I want to see what's going on, and so I said, hey, how you doing? And ended up, you know, talking for five minutes or so, and and it really was just a case of she had a lot of stuff that was going on. I didn't have any answers, I didn't have any advice or anything like that, but I just said, hey, you know, I'll I'll be praying for you, and and I'm serious, I'm, I'm serious about this, and and I think it was good for her to get some stuff off her chest, and so sometimes that really is all that's needed. Yeah, something to keep in mind because sometimes people will throw a curve and you're you're not ready for it, and and we should be we should be ready. Well, Joel, what do you want to talk about this week on growing in grace? <laughs> I like the topic of grace, Cap. I like the topic of grace. No, well, how grace about is a good, that's an excellent topic. Let's talk about grace this week. Hmm, I can't think of anything to talk about when it comes to grace. How about instead? <laughs> hey, here's an idea. Let's talk about religion. And that's actually what we planned on talking about today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that now that you say that. All right, let's let's do that. Let's let's talk about religion because uh, do you consider yourself a religious person? You know, it all depends on your def your definition of religion. And no matter what definition you use, no. <laughs> I don't consider myself <laughs> religious. <laughs> well, let me give you a definition. Now, I got this from one of Steve McVeigh's newsletters, and let's give a, a plug for Steve after all. Growing in Grace started on, on Grace Walk Radio. That's right. And uh, we're accessed through different means on the Internet these days, but this is where it all started. Uh, gracewalk.org, Steve McVeigh's website, 
and uh, you can look up a bunch of stuff on there, but including uh, his newsletters, which I also receive in the mail. And uh, so I pulled this off one of the newsletters, Joel, from uh, January, February, I believe, um, where Steve talks about religion. He says, the word religion finds its origin in the Latin word uh, relegare. It, it means to bind, as in the sense of placing an obligation on somebody. That's exactly what religion always does, Steve says. He goes on to say it focuses on behavioral mandates that are supposedly necessary to satisfy what God expects from us, but nothing could be further from the truth. So there's one definition of religious. It means to bind, and that that doesn't sound too positive. No, not at all. Uh, and, you know, from part of that definition, this all these obligations and things, there was a brief part of my life, and I'm sure it's not as brief uh, for many of our listeners, but in my life where I kind of thought I was doing this thing well, <laughs> this this list of religious obligations, but I quickly, well, you know, relatively speaking, after maybe a, a year or two or three, I found that it really was binding. It, it you know, it was bondage, so to speak. It, I really wasn't living this life as well as I thought I was, and and, and fulfilling this list of obligations that I thought I was supposed to fulfill for God. And and so religion ended up being something that I needed to be freed from. So, yeah, you know, from that definition, I definitely don't consider myself a religious person anymore. Well, you know, we've talked about this before, but going back to the garden, Adam and Eve, we focus on two trees, the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And it's back at, at this time where religion really began. And so that's where we're going to take a look at it from. Yeah, isn't it interesting that right off the bat, you know, that's when religion started. I mean, I suppose there was a period of time, you know, the Bible doesn't really say how long it was after Adam and Eve uh, were walking in the in the Garden of Eden. It doesn't say really how long it had been between the time that they were created and the time that they ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, really, whatever length of time it was, it was that very act. Some people think that what Adam and Eve were doing were sinning in a, in a certain sense, that eating from this tree was a sin because, well, they disobeyed God, and so that was the sin, disobeying God. But, Cap, I've got something here, uh, and I know you got something as well, uh, there's an excellent book out there, and several months ago, I interviewed Andrew Farley. He wrote a book called The Naked Gospel. Many of our listeners uh, have read that and have really enjoyed it, and if you haven't read it, I really highly recommend this book, The Naked Gospel by Andrew Farley. What he says, he talks about the tree of the knowledge of good and evil as a morality tree, and, and what he says here, Adam and Eve didn't eat from the tree of evil, they ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Herein we see an important distinction. They weren't pursuing sin as we normally think of it. They were, and this is where it gets interesting, Cap, they were pursuing a form of godliness. They made an attempt to be like God. The serpent successfully lured them, and the bait was godlikeness. <laughs> Even today, this is seen as a worthy goal, uh, isn't it, though, Cap, that, uh, you know, we kind of look, we think, wow, you know what, God wants us to be like him, and so we pursue trying to be like him, 
and that's really the sin that Adam and Eve got into in the first place. They were already like God, but yet they were trying to find this other way through the knowledge of good and evil to be like him. And so, in in a sense, you know, that's really what we're talking about today, that that is where this bondage, this binding thing of, of religion really started. Well, and we talk a lot about this new covenant that we're under, Joel, and we spend a lot of time over the last five years talking about our identity in Christ. And really what Adam and Eve here had was an identity crisis. Like you said, they were already like God. Apparently they didn't believe that um, because when the serpent came along, he said, hey, uh, here's some fruit. Oh, no, we're not supposed to touch that there fruit. And the devil says, well, yeah, I mean, you, you know, you eat this, you'll become like God. And so apparently they didn't believe in who they were, uh, identity crisis. Uh, we know the rest of the story. They ate from the, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Excellent points brought out there that, that you just read, Joel. Uh, Steve McVeigh calls the, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. He calls it the religion tree because it provided knowledge about what is good and what is evil, which is the, really the foundation of all religion. And, you know, in the church world, in the religious world today, most people think that we ought to be doing good things and we ought to be avoiding bad stuff. We should be growing in, in uh, our religious roots in such a way that we know what we ought to be doing and what we ought not to be doing. The biggest problem with that is, though, it's a religious approach. It's a binding approach. And God, as he told Adam and Eve, has told us to avoid it altogether. Remember, he said, stay away from, stay away from that tree altogether. He didn't say, um, there's some good fruit and some bad fruit on there. You know, go ahead and, and munch on the good stuff. But watch out for the bad fruit on that tree of the knowledge of good and evil. He didn't say that. He just said, stay away from that tree altogether. Obviously, they did, they did not, and the very first steps of religion were taken. Yeah, see, you know, and the problem is then with humanity, as we've been talking about the last few weeks, Cap, the righteousness that we need as human beings isn't our own righteousness. It isn't something that we can pursue in and of ourselves. It can't be from our own knowledge of good and evil. That's not what we're meant to live by. Uh, it's got to be, as is revealed in the New Covenant, in this new way of life in Jesus Christ, in which we've died <laughs> to our own attempts at being righteous before God. It has to be God's very own righteousness that's given to us as, as a gift. And I'll go on a little bit further in this in this little section of Andrew Farley's book, The Naked Gospel, that I was reading from. He says, uh, but God never intended for humanity to take upon itself the burden, just kind of like that bind, binding, that bondage, the burden of developing and following a code of ethics. The fall in the garden was due to Satan's cunning as he tempted the first humans to abandon God and choose human effort. Adam and Eve uh, reconsidered their confidence in God's way and opted for morality instead. Uh, and desiring to fabricate their own system of right and wrong was their fatal mistake. And so, as you, as you mentioned, Steve called that tree the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, the religion tree. Andrew Farley calls it the morality tree. And either way, morality, religion, it's getting away from God's way and pursuing our own way of trying to attain a right standing before God you know, through our own self-effort, trying to maintain our own system of right and wrong. That's not what God ever wanted us to do. No, and, and again, the, the church world, uh, not realizing what they're doing, probably, for the most part, 
They've been promoting the fruit from the forbidden tree, and uh, that's not the way it was meant to be, and that's why so many people get goofed up in, in, in religious and church circles today, and why so many probably avoid church altogether. It's unfortunate. There's a lot of people who think that they're proclaiming the gospel, but all they're really doing is handing out fruit from that forbidden tree. It may even be good fruit, Joel, but it, it's still eating from the wrong tree, as, as I think Steve McVeigh said we're still up the wrong tree when we try and produce good fruit on our own instead of just allowing uh, the life of Christ to flow through us. Good and bad. I, I can remember being around some people in the past. It's been quite a while now. They they would say things like that we're called to be fruit inspectors. You ever heard that phrase before? Oh, yeah, yep, I've heard that. Fruit inspectors. I I don't know where we come up with this stuff and and mix it in with the the true pure grace of of the gospel. I it just blows me away. Back then, I probably didn't know a whole, a whole lot better. I knew it didn't sound right, but uh, we're not called to be fruit inspectors as to, you know, pass judgment upon other people and, and somehow try to produce good fruit on our own. Quit eating from the wrong tree. As we've mentioned in the past couple of weeks, it's not about trying to improve behavior. It's not a performance-based gospel. We're, we're not called to just stop doing bad things and start doing good things. Uh, we're not called to uh, just eliminate all the all the evil behavior and and do nothing but good, because we just need to get away from that tree and 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 come into a new tree, the tree of life, and and eat from that, and that that's what God had hoped for in the beginning, and it's just unfortunate that but that that's where the whole foundation for for religion got got started uh, right back there in the garden, where, like you said, Joel, it's interesting that we don't know for sure how long it was that. Uh, Adam and Eve had been created before the, the fall and, and eating from the tree. But um, it would be interesting to know that just out of curiosity's sake. Yeah, I suppose we might be able to find something out through looking at the lineage, maybe when Cain and Abel came along and all that stuff. I don't know, but I've not looked into that. But <laughs> it is quite interesting that uh, either way that they chose, after knowing God and after walking with God freely in the garden, that they chose their own way of trying to attain righteousness and and uh, and right and you know trying to decipher between right and wrong when they had the tree of life right there with them. Well, that's uh, going to wrap up this program. We've got more to say on this whole subject of the gospel of uh, the good news that we have in our Lord Jesus Christ. So stay with us for more talk about growing in grace and the gospel right here on Growing in Grace. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski, heard weekly on Gracewalk Internet Radio and other online sources around the world. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.